Welcome to this week's episode of Pursue Excellence with Taylor Alexis. It's your girl and your host, Taylor Alexis, and I am so ecstatic to get into this week's episode. As y'all know, Pursue Excellence is a show that supports and encourages small businesses and brands interviewing their owners, highlighting their unique, real, raw personal and business journeys. So make sure y'all are tuned in with us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Later on in the interview, we will hear from special guests, Dr. Moreland and Kiva, co-owners of Sanat Counseling and Wellness. So stay tuned for these gems. Subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram to stay up with the latest and get all of our announcements. Make sure you like this video, leave your comments, reviews, y'all, and let us know what you think. And without further ado, we'll get into the episode. And we'll start the episode off with good news. Today's good news goes out to Jim Finch in Kentucky. So as you all probably know, Kentucky experienced deathly tornadoes which destroyed the city, knocking down homes, houses, buildings, and knocking out the power. So Jim Finch, as a good servant, he loaded his truck with food and water and a barbecue grill and drove to Mayfield to serve others. According to goodnewsnetwork.org, Jim Finch says, I know they don't have no electricity, so that means they don't have no electric, no restaurants, no running water. So I just figured I'd do what I can. Show up with some food and some water. Amen to that. Thank you again to Jim Finch. Looking for what he can do to help in this devastating situation. Thank you again. Thank you. And my heart and my prayers go out to all the families that have lost homes and loved ones during this time from the tornadoes in Kentucky. You're definitely in our thoughts and prayers. And again, thank you, Jim Fence. And we will welcome to the show, Kiva and Dr. Moreland, co-owners of Sanat Counseling and Wellness. Yay! Welcome. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you. Of course. Thank you all for coming on to the show. I'm so excited to get started with the interview. So we'll jump right in. So tell the viewers what is the mission of Sanat Counseling and Wellness? So, Sanat Counseling and Wellness, we are a Black owned, women led. Um, private mental health counseling um, organization. Uh, our goal is to provide culturally responsive um, interventions, right? Culturally responsive mental health care um, across the lifespan. So we see um, individuals from as young as eight years old all the way up to our, our older, older adults. And so our goal is to help improve um, the quality of life of our community and really um, walk alongside our clients' um, path to, to wellness, guide their path to wellness. Yes, that is awesome. And mental health is definitely important. So tell us, how did you both get into this field of counseling and wellness? 
I'll take it. Uh, and so I'm a social worker uh, and I thought I was going to be a community social worker, but working with folks in the community, primarily African-American community, I realized how mental health is a thing. And um, I decided when I went to get my master's degree that I was going to do clinical social work because I think I was thinking of transforming the community in one way, but I think we can also help transform it in another. And so through mental health and normalizing, seeking counseling, seeking help, treat, you know, and treatment, um, taking us the stigma out of seeking mental health counseling is one of our goals. Yeah. Um, and for me, I actually, interesting. I thought I was going to be a nurse. And so I was in nursing school and I failed at a nursing school because it just wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, it was a dream of mine. It was a dream of, of someone else's. And I was like, okay, you know, this is not what I want to do. So I was like, I want to help people, but just in a different capacity. And so I got into working with children. I love children. Um, and so my undergraduate degree is in child development and family relations. And then I went on to um, get into clinical mental health counseling. Um, you know, when I grew up and what I experienced, I didn't hear people talk about mental health, right? I had people close to me who were going through different challenges, right? I knew people who had these what, family secrets that nobody talked about and people were suffering, you know, in silence for so long. And I said, you know what, I really want to help change that narrative. Um, and so that's why I entered into to counseling to really educate um, my community on the importance of attending to our, our, our mental health. Exactly, because your mindset and your mental health is where it all starts. That's where you grow, you change, and self-reflect. So as you all talked about, we have this stigma about going to counseling. What is one misconception about counseling? I think people um, often believe that if you go to counseling, you're crazy, right? crazy. If you go to counseling, something's wrong with you. And I like to tell my clients that coming to counseling is not just for people who are struggling, right? People come to counseling when life is good, right? And we just want to keep it that way, or we just want validation, or we just want someone to help hold us accountable for our goals that we set for ourselves, right? Sometimes people come to counseling for career counseling, right? Switching careers. And so counseling is not just for people who are struggling, but for also people who are, are, are doing fairly well. Yeah. yeah. And I have to tell uh, clients sometimes, it's almost like, you know, you say I'm going to the dentist. No one questions it. I'm going to go get my teeth cleaned just for maintenance. No, nothing's wrong with my teeth. I just need to make sure they stay okay. It's the same thing for your mental health. Seeking counseling is just to make sure, you know, to try to keep you on track and help you achieve your goals and things like that. And sometimes people just need someone neutral, non-judgmental to talk to. And that's a, a safe place just to put your thoughts and things like that. So. And just because you go to counseling doesn't mean that you are on medication or have to take medication too. That's the other thing. Sometimes people think, oh, I go to counseling and we're prescribing medication. We can't even prescribe medications, yeah. right? So that's not going to come from us. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's not a requirement, you know, or always necessary when entering into counseling too. And yeah. even ask about medication, like, do you think I should be on medication? I, I let folks know that's not our scope of practice. I recommend you see a psychiatrist, you know, talk to your uh, PCP about that and things like that. So, yeah. Exactly. Y'all are hitting the nail on the head because these are even some of the misconceptions I've heard, you know, and I believe too. So I'm, I'm glad y'all are here to clear it up. So through it all, 
I know you had some challenges on your business journey. So tell us about some of your challenges and how you overcome them. I think one of the challenges, and it's a good good challenge to have is, um, you know, whether it's the pandemic, just the state of the world in general, uh, we have a waiting list. We were like three and a half months old. We have a, a waiting list. And so how do you scale up? Uh, and, you know, there's two of us, you bring more people on and different things like that, because your capacity is limited, because Channing and I were talking about this today, is we still have to practice self-care. So as much as we would like to take everyone and say yes to everyone, we have to set those boundaries because our mental health, you know, our family, families are important and keeping that balance. And so I think one of the challenges that we're dealing with now is just the scaling up part. And then for me, you know, being an African-American, I was taught to be an employee. I was taught from my family that you're going to go work for somebody and, you know, maybe one vacation a year and you're, you're happy. Um, so being an entrepreneur, just period, learning, there's so much to learn. And I have to say, Dr. Moreland, yeah, is one of the best folks in the world I could have went on this journey with. Aww, and, uh, and so it's, just a, it's, <laughs> it's really just basic things. It's a lot to learn, the bookkeeping, the accounting. Because again, I'm a good therapist. I might not know about, you know, the, the documents and the, the back office type of things. Yeah, I would agree with everything Kiva said. It just, you know, it's, it's one thing to be a clinician, but we also have to run a business. Um, and there's a lot <laughs> involved in that. And Kiva and I are not prior business owners, right? And so we went into this, obviously wanting to, you know, um, help people, help our community, um, but learning how to do that, right, in a way that's responsible, making sure that we, you know, cross our T's, dot our I's, have business things in, in order and in line. It's, it's a lot. It is. <laughs> but we are learning to outsource. We um, have uh, some great people on board to supporting us and helping us kind of grow and scale up. Uh, but it's certainly a, a learning process and we learn something new, I think, every day. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, it can be scary at times, yeah. you know what I mean? But we keep going in spite of, and we know to, to seek outside support when we need. And sometimes, like, we're either texting or talking throughout the day, just supporting each other. And so I think your team is important in building that team. Uh, often, I think sometimes we're taught, oh, you suck it up or you deal with things on your own. No, you, that's no. We, we, you seek support where needed. There's professionals for a reason and, and people's scope. That's what they do. Why should you have to guess and try to figure things out with someone to say, oh, that's blah, blah, blah in two seconds. Mm -hmm. So and I think too, we're good at identifying what our strengths are, right? Um, and building off of that, right? And wherever we lack, we, you know, work to outsource that or get someone on board who can support, you know, our, our, our lack of knowledge, you know, in our areas that, that we need growth in. So definitely a learning curve. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I can relate starting this show and going through my own loading curve. I am in the beginning stages. I know exactly what y'all are talking about. And like you said, keep it like, it's hard. Like you get those feelings that you want to give up sometimes, especially like you said, it's just y'all too. You have everything on your plate. So I know you say your support, you have a team, your support team that keeps you motivated and encouraged. What else keeps you motivated and encouraged during those times? I think for me, um, our vision, right? 
Um, you know, we, we aspire to be, you know, one of the premier, you know, mental health, you know, organizations, culturally responsive. I, I don't want to forget that part. Um, you know, one of the premier culturally responsive mental health practices in, you know, Pittsburgh and beyond. And there's just the possibilities are endless. Um, we're really big on collaboration um, and partnering with people to um, uh, ex expand our reach, right? We are into helping um, nonprofit organizations build capacity. Like our vision is so, yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's just, it's so, it's so bright, it's so big. Um, and when we think about, you know, how much impact, it, you know, we can make along with some of our other colleagues in the area um, is really, I think, what, what keeps, you know, uh, you know, me motivated to, you know, kind of keep going and, and, you know, get through some of the obstacles because we know that, you know, there's so much more that can be done in, in our communities. Definitely. And I think... Uh just being so, is so needed and necessary in our communities. Uh, just being a helping professional and being able to plug in. And when you connect with someone and they get it and they're like, you know, I feel better now that I, I've come and I've talked this through. Um, that just does something intrinsically to, to you and that it helps you, you know, keep going. And I have to say, um, I took a, a couple of business classes and in the business classes, um, one of the things was, who is your competition? Knowing your competition. But as we've opened up these past um, few months, people that were so-called our competition have reached out to us. What can I do? How can I help you? And so that in itself, um, you know, we're all here to help folks, but also to make a living for ourselves. But the fact that it's like there really is no competition because the need is so great. Um, and so it's really about doing good work and helping folks. And also, you know, there's there's a stigma, right, related to Black people and mental health, right? There's a mental health stigma, period, right, regardless of race, ethnicity, religion, all those pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what is so amazing to see and what we've been seeing is that, you know, there's a, a lot of people of color, Black people, right, Asian, Hispanic, they are reaching out. Um, they're reaching out to us and they want support and they want help. Right. And so it's happening. Right. People are becoming more aware of what mental health is and how that impacts them and are reaching out for help. And so I think that is something, too, that really keeps us going is that this is a needed service. Yeah. People are specifically requesting culturally responsive clinicians of color. Yes. So that they can relate to somebody who's going through some of the same struggles that they're going through. And like you said, be there to help talk to, you know, just vent to. So tell us, what are the additional services that Sanat Counseling and Wellness offers? Hmm, that's a good question, Taylor. <laughs> uh, okay, so you can jump in because I, I might forget some things. Um, but one thing that we are doing um, more of is partnering with school districts, nonprofit, nonprofit organizations to again help build capacity. And so when I say build capacity, that means that maybe they um, don't have an expertise, right, in mental health. Or maybe they need support in leadership development or professional development, 
right? Um, or maybe they don't have the personnel to, um, you know, kind of address some of the challenges that they're having within the organization and they want to outsource that. Um, and so um, we've had organizations come to us and say, hey, you know, we don't have any clinicians of color in our schools or, hey, we really need support for our staff. We're seeing a lot of that now. We need support for our staff. We want our staff to know that we hear them, that the work that they do is hard work, hard work, and we want to pour into them. And so can you come in and do retreats for us? Or can you come in and talk with them and do listening sessions with them? Can you work with their leadership, right? Can we work on building our empathy and compassion? Uh, and so we've been doing a, a lot of uh, contracting with different organizations uh, to assist with that. As well, we do sports counseling, right? Entertainment counseling. So individuals who are entertainers or local celebrities, celebrities, um, uh, people who you know are um, in you know um, Olympic sports or Division One, Two sports, uh, we see those those clients as well. And so folks just trying to make it throughout the day, mm-hmm. employed, mm-hmm. unemployed, across the uh, lifespan, and kind of the professional uh, setting as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And Keevan and I are both trauma, certified trauma professionals. And so we do offer um, specific trauma interventions, trauma counseling as well. Uh, we both have certifications um, to work with um, young adults who may be diagnosed with cognitive disabilities such as autism. Um, so we do that work too. Uh, Grief counseling. Come to Sadat Counseling and Wellness yes. for all your needs, y'all. They can take care of you. So yes. tell us, what is one lasting piece of advice you would give to our viewers about their mental health or about their wellness? I would say self-care is not selfish, okay? It's okay to say no. It's okay to create those boundaries. It's okay to not be okay. Uh, We don't always have to be strong. And for the Black women who are watching, right, I know many of us were raised to be strong Black women, right, and that we are. Um, I challenge that, right, because I think that 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 term um, can be very um, detrimental to our mental health. counterproductive because guess what? We don't always feel strong. We want to cry sometimes. We don't want to be the backbone of of all of our families all the time. (laughs) Um, And we don't don't feel like it all the time. And I think because of that that term, you know, we, um, you know, we overperform, we take on too much that we can handle, right? Um, and it's just not, it's not helpful all the time. And so, we feel like something's wrong with us. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We feel like something's wrong with us. We're inadequate yes. when we can't do something. And that's simply not true. We're human. Yes, we're, we're strong Black women, but it's okay to not be a strong Black woman all the time. Absolutely. A second what uh, yeah. Channing said. One thing I think I would like the viewers to know and understand is especially first time folks looking for counseling, it may not be a good fit. It doesn't mean a therapist isn't a good therapist. It just means that therapist isn't the therapist for you. And so it may take a couple of therapists. And it's okay to say, hey, you know what? This isn't quite working out. You have some, you know, referrals or whatnot. We're just not clicking. We do not take that personally in any way. This is about 
the client getting the resources and the help and treatment that they need. This is not about the therapist. And so, um, again, I think I've, I've heard stories saying they were a bad therapist. And I say, no, they just weren't the therapist for you, you know, possibly and, and things like that. So don't give up after one try and it may not have been a, a good um, fit. Just as you're venting to, like you vent to some people, you know who to vent to. And some That's right. people, you know, <laughs> don't know who, you don't want to vent to them because you know. So this is such a great interview. Y'all were dropping some gems. I hope viewers, y'all are listening and taking your mental health seriously. So let the viewers know how they can contact you or contact Sanat Counseling and Wellness. Yeah, so we have um, some really great news to share. We're super excited about. Um, our first office location is here uh, at Bakery Square, um, 6425 Living Place, which is in the East Liberty area, um, also known as Bakery Square, the area in which we're at. Um, but we also are opening a brand new office in Monroeville. Uh, super excited. We will begin um, accepting additional clients, new clients, existing clients to the new location um, at the beginning of the new year. So sometime in January, then we will also be bringing on some more clinicians of color, which we're super excited about. Um, and so uh, Sanat is growing. Uh, as Kiva said, we've only been open for about three and a, three and a half months. The work started to develop the business well before then, but officially opening our doors to clients. And so we are growing uh, quickly. Uh, which is a good thing. So we're excited. Yes, that is awesome for just three and a half months of opening. Like this is great. Yes, um, they can go to our website. That is the best way to learn about Sanat, to get our contact information, to schedule appointments, to hear about all of the services that we do. Um, they can follow us um, on uh, Facebook as well. Sanat Counseling and Wellness on IG, uh, the underscore Sanat CW. Yes. Um, our website is www.sanatcw.com, S-A-N-A-N-T-C-W.com. Yes. Yes, and we will have all those links below in the show notes. Thank you all again for coming on to the show, Dr. Moreland and Kiva. We are so appreciative. Thank you. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Thank you so much. Yep. Of course. Wow, y'all. So this was another great interview. Thank you again to Dr. Moreland and Kiva for talking to us about how important your mental health is. I hope y'all took these gems and took these notes back and did some self-reflection and are getting the help you need to stay growing, stay challenging yourself and becoming the best person you can be and living out towards your purpose. So it's a wrap y'all. It's all I have for you today. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Scan the barcode to do all three y'all. And that's it. Peace, love and blessings.